0: are Abe and Martha Cherian. We are a couple entrepreneur living in Austin, Texas. We have four beautiful children from the ages of 19 to 12 who have never seen us working a regular job outside of the house. We've been doing online businesses since 1999 and we love it. How do we do it? By focusing on one passion project at a time and investing our time and efforts into multiple cash flow generating businesses. The reason we decided to do a podcast is to help other entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs be intentional with their businesses and achieve freedom from working a traditional job.
1: Intention is a force in the universe that Allows the act of creation to take place. Join us, Abe and Martha Cherian, on our weekly talk where we discuss about creating an abundant life and business with the sheer power of intention. Welcome to Intentional Entrepreneurs. We are happy to have you here. This is podcast number five, and wow, we've reached podcast number five. Yay. That is that is amazing. And the topic we are going to be talking about is our entrepreneurs' risk takers.
0: Good subject. Lots to talk about
1: here. As a matter of fact, we were talking about it the other day and thought it might be a good good thing to share with with other people, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope everybody had a great week.
1: I had a great week. I had my birthday uh, a few days ago. Yes, yes, uh, you did. I had an awesome day. I hope you did. We I did. tried. I did. tried. Absolutely did. The
0: kids are awesome.
1: Yeah, they yeah.
0: they really thought about a lot of things, so I'm proud of them.
1: I would say this is this is probably my best birthday yet. Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. But do you remember, I thought I was a year older than I was. I actually thought we were laughing because <laughs> I thought I was actually a year older than what I actually was, and the kids had it. No, mom, you're only this. You're not this. So I don't know why I thought I was a year older. This is so strange.
1: And what's this? Well. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't have to say it. Okay, today's topic, I think it's an amazing topic, are entrepreneurs risk takers. Entrepreneurs are known to be risk takers. That word is thrown around a lot, Mm -hmm. right? That we are risk takers.
0: I think a lot of people think, and I'm not putting it down, but I think a lot of people think they're risk-takers but they're, or entrepreneurs, but they're really not. They want to be. They're aspiring to be. But um, some people just don't have it in them because you have to be somewhat of a risk-taker to, to just do it. you know.
1: Well, the opposite of risk-taking is meekness, Yeah, m- being meek. Entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are definitely not meek. Mm-hmm. We might start off as meek, some people. I did. Uh, and then we kind of like...
0: You started off as meek. I don't think you were ever meek. I think no. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say meek. I mean, the opposite of risk taking is meek. Meekness, yeah. right? So we're definitely not meek people. But at the same time, it really depends on the context of uh, what okay. risk taking means to a lot of people. Is risk taking like like having like a gambling mentality?
0: Well, actually, didn't we take a risk? What do what we call that when we were getting uh, we were getting insurance? We had to take risk assessment? Yes. Do you remember that?
1: I do remember that.
0: And what was the, what was the end result?
1: You know what the end result was. <laughs> you, do, you took the risk assessment test and uh, they found out that you're a high risk taker. <laughs> a high risk taker. But you and, were When my test uh, result was that I was moderate to uh, a safe player. Okay. Moderate so that's good. To To safe player.
0: So one safe player, one crazy. Okay, that's good. That works well. It balances it.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. But do
0: you really think that you're a moderate to safe player? I think you're
1: conservative. I have a different meaning of risk-taking. For me, you know, entrepreneurs are both risk-takers and calculated at the same time. Exactly. So if they are, yeah, they are opportunists, you could say. I was going to ask
0: you, do you think risk-takers are opportunists? Because that sometimes has a negative Uh, meaning to it. But I don't think being an opportunist in in
1: entrepreneurship is is bad. You can't arrive at at a decision to take the jump Mm -hmm. if you don't have the information that you need. Okay. So in that sense, I think risk-taking is completely relative because people are different. Mm -hmm. People have different thresholds. People have different levels of risk-taking. And um, what might be a risk to you, to me is might not be a risk to you. Yeah, absolutely. I think at, at that level, uh, they are uh, entrepreneurs are uh, risk takers. But if you looking if you're looking at risks, risks are everywhere. I mean, you could be walking on the road and get hit by a truck. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that. Everybody uses that. You don't
0: know what's going to happen. You don't know
1: what's going to happen. So in that sense, you know, we are all taking risks. Mm-hmm. I think smart entrepreneurs are always calculated. They know their shit. They know their data. They know their information before they jump into anything, a business or whatever. Yeah. I think uh, the risk that entrepreneurs are taking is the risks on on themselves, facing their own fears and facing their own insecurities and developing themselves.
0: Yeah absolutely because that's much needed
1: yeah that is that is the risk that that's the only risk i think we need to take because the information is out there if you want to start a business the information is out there how many people have done that before how much money is this industry making Mm -hmm. you can kind of know how much how much profit you're going to take how much in sales you're going to all it takes now is your action
0: and and i think not overthinking it too because I think that there is so much information out there. And I yeah. think sometimes what we do is we look at something. Can we do this? Can we put a twist to it? Can we start it this way? You know, we come up, you know, we think about it. But I think we. I think with anything in life, you overthink it. And you overthink it so much where it's like it goes from being gung-ho about start. And then it's like, oh, this is going to work. Yeah. You know, I, it's like that overthinking. And, and we all I, do it. You I know? think I'm
1: the master of that. Uh, over th- yeah, when you start overthinking, you you're not a risk taker. No,
0: but the thing is, you are a risk taker because then you end up doing it. But I just I and it's not with everything, but it's like with certain things. I've seen Abe, I've seen him do it, um, and I'm just like, no, no, don't do, don't keep going down that path. Just like, look at this, look at the data, look at how other things are working, and and then make the decision from there.
1: So that's a, one thing that you need to look out. I mean, you have the information. Uh, The data out there, if you wanted to do something, right? Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do something, uh, it's on your fingertips. People who have done it, how many people have done it, what's the success rate, all of that. It's called risk assessment plan. (laughs) As a matter of fact, this is a big thing in the banking industry.
0: Oh, insurance too, yeah.
1: Do you think they're risk takers?
0: Well, they're risk takers, but they have... They, get, they have so many numbers and they look at everything. They have yeah. the
1: data. The data. They have the data. And that's why, that, that's why they do things a certain way because mm-hmm. they have data. So in my opinion, they spend so much money in risk analysis and risk management. And that's why they're able to succeed.
0: But it's, Do you remember that movie we were watching? It's with uh, Ben Stiller. And he played an insurance guy. He played a risk management guy. Do you yeah. remember that scene? And he was looking at the data because the guy, the Need CEO the of the company. No, it was, um, it was another movie with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I'm so bad with names. But he had to come up with an assessment for the CEO of this company because he was like really, really crazy. Right. And it was just so funny because it really does show how insurance companies and the financial companies yeah. really do take this stuff seriously. They have the data on you for every little thing.
1: It's their business. It's their and business, they, exactly. They, they know the data. They know how many people. I mean, look at the credit industry.
0: Well, well, the thing is, I, I mean, feel like. look
1: at the credit score, how that is calculated. Uh, and that's that's a perfect risk analysis yeah, exactly. platform. Are right? they going to pay the bill back or are they not going to pay They it back? know. Yeah. They pretty much know. They have a 70% to 80% uh, knowledge about what what if they're going to get their interest back with the principal? Yeah, uh, they know that, and they're only taking that twenty percent chance.
0: Yeah, well, that's why if they feel it's so poor, the data is so important, you as a as a business owner or an entrepreneur, you should you have to take that data seriously. Too. Absolutely, that's what I was trying to get at.
1: You know? So basically, uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, this mentality of entrepreneurs are risk takers. But the risk-taking aspect of it, they sometimes get it wrong. They almost like a gambling mentality. Mm-hmm. Should I go, go all out and do this, you know, and, but you don't have enough information on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's irresponsible. To me, it's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it might work. The stroke of the luck, it might work. But most of the time, a lot of people, that's why there's so much failure in business, yeah. Like, that's why 90% of the businesses close down within 5 years. Yeah. I mean that's another reason to it, but 90% of startups 2 years.
0: It's 2 years. Uh, close
1: actually. up in two years. 2 years. The the reason for that is they didn't have that long-term plan or they didn't uh, sometimes they just got excited about it. I mean in, lo- in looking at the business opportunity market, the reason for so many people failing mm-hmm. is because because they don't have the data. They yeah. just got excited because somebody got them excited, a marketer, a clever marketer got them excited, got them into it, and then they don't have the data on how to do it. They don't know how they're going to market it. They don't have that plan. So to me, that's dangerous risk-taking.
0: Yeah, there's so many mom-and-pop stores, too, like brick-and-mortar stores that that happens to a lot. It's like they – see, that feeling of getting excited about something, you want that feeling, right, Abe? You Absolutely. want that feeling of being excited and, you know, like that makes you dream bigger. But the thing is, if you don't have the data – and I've seen so many stores, like when we lived in New York – they just closed up after like a year and a half. You went there one day and it's like they're gone because they didn't have the data. They, they were all excited, just didn't really understand. And in two years or less, they closed up. That's
1: because they completely relied on grandma's recipe and they opened up a bakery. <laughs> uh, and then they didn't know anything about the business or exactly. the bakeries in that area exactly. or how many people there are. They didn't take uh, into, if
0: you're a bakery, they didn't take into consideration how supermarkets now are have bakeries and can take over that.
1: They didn't take into consideration the growing desire for people to be health conscious, things like that. Uh There's so many aspects. These are, these are changing,
0: not changing either with the markets too. Like the, the exactly. Exactly. So there's, there's just so much data and you are really good at this. Like I, I look at data and my brain explodes. It looks at it. It's like, Oh, this is like, this is great.
1: If you're looking at a business and if, if, if that business prospect of, the money prospects excites you, then step back. I would say yeah. what should excite you is the data that you collect. <laughs> the data. Exactly. So, so the data, uh, I mean, okay, so I'm really excited about this prospect of this business opportunity. Now let me step back, give, give it a couple of days, do some research on how many people have done it. Uh, what is the future prospect of this product, of this, of this way of thinking? Will the market need it? how many people can i approach on a daily basis how am i going to market this these are all data and when you have this data and if that makes you feel good then you sh- definitely should get excited about it
0: data is data is sexy data,
1: data is, sexy. is the
0: new sexy <laughs> for the for the 21st century i love it
1: yeah in other words like always focusing on opportunities but with a certain level of damage control
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: if you, know, if you have all the data and if you, if you have the knowledge of how to do it, and if you keep doing it, then it becomes less and less risky for you. So that's what I mean by, you know, having a damage control before you jump into something. Well,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, knowing your numbers is the most important thing. But, you know, I mean, even with all that, you know, I, I'm going to say you have to know your data. And I agree with what you just said wholeheartedly, 100%. But in the end, you really don't know even after doing all that. I mean, data is so important, right? I mean, and what you're saying, I believe I believe you 100%, like I'm agreeing with you. But even with all that, you never really know what's gonna happen because even with all the data, there's always something that can pop up in the middle of, of you doing this new business, this new venture, and it could just completely screw everything up.
1: I mean, take for example, a skydiver, right? Mm-hmm. So you're saying everything is risky right yeah. so let me ask you something what makes that skydiver jump take that jump from the plane that well, leap into god knows where <laughs> that that leap what is that deciding factor that makes him say all right i'm ready to jump
0: he knows his data he, not, he looked into it. He checked the equipment. He, got, he has all his data. He's
1: got a lot of data there. Mm-hmm. And when a data, when you have trust in data more than 70, 80%, or even 90%, that's when people take action. Mm-hmm. Right. So the risk factor is there, there is only 10% that the mm-hmm. parachute might not open or something like that. But for a skydiver, he's not taking a lot of risk because he's got a lot of data.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I agree with everything that you're saying.
1: Right. So that's that's the way you got to think about it, because when you go into a business, you know, you gather all the data and you have your strategy ready. And if you believe in the data and if you believe that the strategy that you're going to use, then in your mind, you're not taking a risk there's obviously there's a 10% chance of failing, but that's the only risk that you take. That's why I said, you know, when, when people say, is entre- are entrepreneurs risk takers? I uh, would say yes and no, because of that. Be- because of yeah. this, this thing is that they, you have to believe in your ability to, to run the business. You have to believe in the data mm-hmm. that you have. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if your belief is up to 80, 90% in your mind, you're not taking risk, but people who are watching you, they're looking at you and saying, Hey, wow, look at that guy. He's taking huge risks. Mm-hmm. So it's a perspective, right?
0: if I'm looking at someone jumping out of a plane, yes, they are taking a huge risk. I know that they got all the data. And even me though, with all the data, I think jumping out of a
1: plane. just a... Yeah. I'll that's because it. the belief has in, you know, first of all, you know, you're not looking at the data. Right? Uh, no, no, I am don't looking have at the, the data.
0: data. I'm looking at the ground that I might hit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But the data, I mean, looking at the ground and then looking at the data and said, all right, the data is, is going to support me. Uh, and that that's why he takes that jump.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, take, for example, Roger Bannister, the, the guy who broke the record of running 100 meter okay. uh, in less than three minutes or something like that. Wow. No one has ever broken that record, or, or, or even attempted to do that. As soon as he did uh, broke that record of under a minute, right yeah. under a minute or two minutes, I, I, uh-huh. I'm not sure. A week and a half later, ten people broke the, his record.
0: Ten people. Ten people. So they believe that it can happen. They saw the data.
1: Data. Exactly. <laughs> See,
0: data. Abe loves data, and they said they can do it. But but that's a great example, though, of somebody doing it, and then people looking at the data. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just making it happen. So so I guess what we're saying to everyone is data is really important.
1: Yes. Okay. Have we taken uh, risks in our business Yeah, I mean, of
0: course. Of course we have. I
1: think we have taken a lot of risks before. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say risk, that means uh, jumping into things without information, b- without much information in, yeah. uh, in our hands. Yeah. And I would say most of the time we, we failed because of that, because we didn't have the data.
0: Well, mm-hmm. we had, well, like I was saying before, we had some data, but then you also have to think that data is important, but also things change, trends. That's why like when you're...
1: Well, that's also data.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. That That's what I mean. Not keeping up with the trends, you know, and then getting blindsided. Right. And then it's like, there goes the business.
1: I would say nine out of 10 times we failed taking risks like that, mm-hmm. risk without knowing. You know, the one time that you, you succeed...
0: You only need one time. Well, the In other one words, time, one big thing to take off.
1: No, the one time you succeed, you know, I consider that just as as just a lucky break.
0: I don't think it's. You think it's lucky, yeah?
1: Absolutely. Okay. I mean, if you don't have the, uh, if you if you're not prepared, and then you just, you know, you just you're just winging it, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then you make it. That's just a lucky stroke for me.
0: Okay. But then there are people that fail. Like there's entrepreneurs that fail, and then they succeed at one or two things, but you only need one thing to be really successful.
1: Well, you, you need one thing, but you also need to grow that one thing because yeah. you know, it's not a one-strike one deal. No, it's, it has to be scalable. It has to be scalable. Yeah. You know. But if
0: you look at anybody that, is, um, that has succeeded and, and has huge industry, they failed at so many different things. You know, So yeah. it, it does happen. But I'm sure that they had their data.
1: So the next next question is, is gambling risky? Oh, you're asking me questions. Yeah.
0: Do I think, yeah, because you don't have the data. The house has the data, but you don't have the data. <laughs> right? Yeah. They I've don't been really to, give that out.
1: I've been to Las Vegas twice mm-hmm. uh, so far. Uh-huh. I've never gambled. i know never people. had a desire a, to gamble. I'm not
0: even a gambler, yeah. I mean, I see people at the tables, but I just get so bored. I'm so not ga- a risk taker that way.
1: Gambling is risky. Absolutely risky.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's not something that you should, you should rely your occupation on.
0: Mm-hmm. People do.
1: People do. I know.
0: So, what's your next question?
1: Is skydiving risky?
0: Well, we already went through that. It is. I think it. Is, I don't care how much data you have. Like I said, when you look down and you see, from thirty thousand feet and you see the ground, that's risky. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, but with the data, yeah. it's less risky. Yeah. Okay, so so let me ask you this:
0: Tell that to somebody that hit the ground.
1: Is not doing anything risky? Is being lazy risky, or is holding on to your comfort zone risky?
0: Yeah, being lazy is a risk. Pe- people are probably thinking, "What is she talking about?" It is risky because there is no growth there. So if you have no growth, you are not going anywhere. What you're if risking, you are risking, but you are risking everything. Being lazy. You're risking losing what you've worked for so far. You're you're risking not having a a, a a boring life, you know, not really living. So being lazy is very risky.
1: Now, if you're a person who thinks being lazy or being in the comfort zone is risky, then I think you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, I Absolutely. think you know that's that's the quality of an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. that. The, fe- the feeling that being in the comfort zone—if I stay here and if there's no growth, then it's risky.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That fear of just just not not having the growth. Yeah. Is risky.
0: Well, I think when you're living your life, you need the growth. Otherwise, it's just life is boring without it. Yeah. Awesome.
1: So what can we do to keep improving our lives and making our lives less risky? Let's give some value now.
0: Okay, learning.
1: Learning. Constantly,
0: yeah. you know, teaching yourself about different things. Yeah. Data.
1: Number one, yeah. Data. Yes. Data is sexy. Number one, I think, is personal development. Yes. I mean, it has to come, you know, you have, like I said, you have to feel that growth is important to me. Right? Anyone who thinks that growth is imp- important to me has aspirations of, 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 of higher things, Of yeah. higher things, exactly. So I think personal development is one thing that can make uh, things less risky for you. Mm-hmm. And obviously gathering data and, and knowledge. You know, if you're getting into a market, you better know what the market is all about. Do your research. Do your research. Another one I think is really good is connecting with someone who has done it before.
0: That's a big thing, and people don't really think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing.
1: Imagine you uh, wanting to make a million dollars, and you got connected with someone who is doing $50 million every year.
0: Yeah. Do you think you're going to make money? Of course you will.
1: That connection is going is to reduce uh, the, your risk level because it's going to put so much confidence in you mm-hmm. that, hey, you know, if he can do it, I can do it too.
0: That's the law of attraction too. It's like when you're like attracts like, right? So if you're with people that are doing millions of dollars a year, of course it's going to rub off on you because you're learning from them. You're attracting that. Yeah. So big thing.
1: So connecting with people who have done things before that you want to do yep. is a huge risk reducing factor.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's the big thing, which I think a lot of times people, like we walk, I feel like sometimes we walk through life with our eyes closed. All or right? awareness be aware of a of a good opportunity coming up. That's the first thing. Like keep your eyes and your ears and your heart open because sometimes an opportunity is right in front of you like to start something new. We don't see it because we don't have the clarity and we're not open to it. So that's a big thing, you know, be, be open to bringing new business in or a new idea in because that's very, very important. So and then, yeah. you know, you get that idea, the idea comes... And then you get the data. Yep. Right? So.
1: So are entrepreneurs risk takers?
0: Of course. Of course they are. But they're risk takers with data.
1: They're risk takers with data. They're calculated risk takers. Exactly. Exactly. I believe that. Life is full of risks anyway. Yes. Right? That's true. If you look at it that way. Um, your
0: life your whole life is a risk if you really think about it i mean if you really want to dive deep into it right because you don't know one day you can just walk across the street and get hit by a truck right exactly how many times have we heard that but it's true something comes along and it's like boom you're done yep so i think if you look at life that way you'll want to do bigger things while you're here right all right so just remember guys i have to say this one more time data is sexy i think we're going to wrap it up I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I just want to thank you all for spending time with us and I hope that you got some value out of this. We publish um, once a week, each episode, and if you'd like to get notified of our upcoming episodes, there are several ways that you can do that. If you're listening to us on a platform like Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other platform out there, just hit the subscribe button or even better. You can visit our website, webpreneurmedia.com, and subscribe to our newsletter podcast email list where you will get notified as soon as the episodes are live right away.
1: Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day ahead, guys. Uh, Be intentional with your business and have a rich and meaningful life. You have just listened to the Intentional Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Abe and Martha Cherian. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, or visit intentionentrepreneurs.net to catch our next episode.